Welcome everyone to the Strap Show. <laughs> I'm here with Garrett and Blake. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. I got doing all right. Work Luke was canceled because right. of the snow. That's yes! always nice. We love it when it snows in St. George every six years. <laughs> <laughs> today we're going to be talking about our top five vocalists and we're going to have some honorable mentions as well. Uh, Blake, do you want to explain a little bit of how this is going to work? So yes, similar to a lot of the other top fives, in fact, pretty much the same, the only thing changing is the topic we're talking about today. We're going to go through one at a time. We'll start with the number five, and we'll go around the group, and everyone will give their number five, and we'll kind of talk about why and things like that. Right before our number one picks, we're each going to go ahead and give some honorable mentions, some ones that just barely didn't make the cut. So, um... Uh, why don't, you know, let's do it a little different here, since Garrett doesn't get to join us that much. Why don't we give him the honors of starting off with the first? Yeah, Garrett, kick us off, man, with your number five number singer. Number five, I am going to go with Benjamin Burnley from Breaking Benjamin. Oh, nice. I thought you were going to say Benjamin Button. Well, him too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What is it about him that you like? I don't know. He just has a nice, deep voice that fits... His style of music, which I really enjoy. They're one of my bands I've been listening to lately, Breaking Benjamin. And and when needs be, he can go high-pitched, too, not just the and low I, part. And I'm going to go Absolutely. ahead and chime, chime yeah. in on this now, because he was probably going to be one of my honorable mentions, but since he's brought up now, I'll just go ahead and touch on him now. Well, like Garrett was saying, an amazingly talented vocalist, an overall amazingly talented mu- musical genius, if you really look into all the stuff he does for the band. Um... But again, he he can hit those highs and, and, and lows and comes in with a good scream. And I know today, and just to preface this really quickly, we're not touching on singers that are good screamers too. We're just touching on pure singing abilities. But talking about Benjamin Burnley, he does have a really good ability of transitioning from the screams to sings and from a singing vocal aspect that can be challenging. And, and he just has an overall well-rounded voice not just for rock but in general yeah definitely i'm I'm gonna go ahead and say my number five i don't know if this made anyone else's list it is possible but my number five is m shadows he's my number three on here oh right here (laughs) i love m shadows love m shadows um i think he has a great scream but since we're not talking about screams his range is fantastic and he, I don't know how he maintains such a gravelly quality. He has voice. such a unique voice. So unique, and he can wield it like a weapon. And it's just so <laughs> awesome. And, and through the years, he just stays so strong, even live. I think he's even better live in, than in studio sometimes, um, some of the concerts that I've seen. And he's absolutely amazing, so it's worth mentioning M. Shadows as my number five. That's, uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I do enjoy M. Shadows. He, he's great, and obviously we're going to touch on that again in a little bit, so I'll save it for then, and I'll go ahead and come in with my top, uh, with my number five, excuse me, and my number five pick is actually Ivan Moody of the band Five Finger Death Punch. He's just a, an amazingly talented uh, a singer, has the ability to, uh, to just convey so much emotion, and I'm not talking just in five uh, finger death punch here. Uh, to understand why he he makes the list, you have to understand that I listen to all his scopes of work. And and one of his, his other bands that I really enjoy is a band called Ghost Machine. And they really only put out one album, I believe, and it was called 
hypersensitive, but I mean, even listening to his vocals on, on that, he, he just conveys so much um, emotion, and not necessarily a fake emotion like an actor would, but the emotion he's conveying when he sings, is you can tell that he's singing about something that really affected him in his life, and it's not just, you know, he's not just singing that way because he thinks people will relate, he's singing that way because that's how the song affects him, and, and I really appreciate it when a singer is able to do that. Yeah, oh, that's awesome, man. Garrett, let's kick us off with your number four. My number four, Matt Tuck from Bullet for My Valentine. Matt Tuck. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, he has like a nice crisp voice that fits the style of music they play. Um, He's my favorite screamer. Not that we're, these are our favorite screamers, but he's an amazing screamer. Um, But yeah, overall, he's a really good musician. I like his high he has more of a high pitched voice than normal but i i just really like him he's got a really good timbre to his yeah. voice there's a really good sound and goes well with what he does my number four and this might be influenced by recent concerts i've attended is paul stanley <laughs> from kiss what a great vocalist i'm choosing him as number four strictly for his longevity as a singer the man is 67 years old and he still sounds as great as he did he's an icon he's inspired so many musicians and vocalists today so many bands ever since their uh, 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 their inception a lot of those bands from the the 90s like pantera and all those guys were hugely influenced by kiss i mean believe it or not vinnie paul (laughs) vinnie paul a good singer too but gene's a little more gene's a little more i don't know what the word is i can't even think of the right word circusy i don't know He's, he's a little more gimmicky in his singing but he's awesome. But I mean, but his Stanley, status legendary. I, I mean, like, yeah. for example, Vinnie Paul was just, who passed away, unfortunately, last year, was buried in a Kiss coffin. That mm-hmm. goes to speak just how, and, and Paul Stanley, they uh, they uh, they actually last minute asked him to give some words at the funeral. I mean, that just goes to show just how influential his singing ability has been throughout the years. And yeah, he may not be the most technically proficient singer, but he's he's great. He mm-hmm. hits the notes, he does what he's supposed to do. And, and he knows how to put on a man. heck of a show. Yeah, and that, that brings show. him up points in my book, so he is definitely number four on my list. Uh, Blake, what's your, what's your number All four? All right. Um, my number four actually comes from my number one all-time favorite band. I actually have him tatted on the side of my arm. Oh, but my number four is actually Aaron Lewis. And, and he probably should be higher. And to be honest, by the time we're done recording this, he, I, I, I might regret putting him at four. Garrett but, stole your thunder. <laughs> I remember saying Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis! <laughs> but, but he's just an amazing vocalist. Then I look all all around at what he, uh, at what he does, and I've seen some stuff that he's done throughout the years. I I, I mean, just sings beautifully. Again, a, a, another singer that's able to convey that a real emotion. And and I actually saw watched a video clip once of him. He was at a show with Stain. They uh, they were putting at a concert some year back, and he goes to play their song Epiphany acoustic. But what he did, and, and this totally impresses me, is he pushes the mic away from him and basically gets it out of his, his reach, asks the audience to be quiet, and then he sings to this massive audience acoustically with no mic. And, and it sounded just as good as if he, he, he'd had the mic. Just such an impressive singer in the things he's, 
able to do. So awesome. Oh, man. Garrett, number three. All right, number three, we already touched on a little. It was Luke's number five, M Shadows. But I'll just touch on it again. He just, his raspy voice is so good in Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold as a band is, in my opinion, like Guns N' Roses 2.0, as in they're so diverse, can basically play any genre. They include that in their all their CDs, but M Shadow's voice just fits every thing that they do. There's, he's such a good singer. So, and he's and he's pretty diverse too. I mean, besides the screaming and singing softer songs and things, he doesn't get enough credit. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, in the mainstream uh, way of things, but my number three of all time is a name that does make me laugh when I say it. But he is a fantastic singer, Brad Delp <laughs> from uh, from Boston. Is he's passed away since t- in 2007? He passed away, but what a vocalist! Such a range. He can sing so high with power, but it's clean. He has one of the cleanest voices I've ever heard, and I couldn't go without all the nostalgia of listening to Boston growing up without mentioning Brad Delp. Um, fantastic singer, and and he is my number three. Nice. Not a bad choice there, Luke. Not a bad choice. Now my number three here. Uh, um, and these guys ha- have recently, uh, you know, started hitting some strides with this band, Nothing More, and that's Johnny Hawkins. And man, what a voice on that guy. And, and I just got to tell you this right now. Uh, for those of you that haven't heard his, his voice, listen to Nothing More, and and you'll get why this is so surprising with the story I'm about to tell you. But, uh, but, uh, but actually, Johnny Hawkins didn't start out as the singer for Nothing More. He started out as the drummer for their first couple of albums, and then, uh, you know, they had trouble keeping a consistent vocalist, and they couldn't find one, and so he said, well, I guess I can step up and try to be the vocalist if we can find another drummer. I'll give it a shot at being the vocalist. But, I mean, my goodness, can that guy sing just so much power and just raw energy in his vocals? And just to think that that guy was their drummer for uh, for that long and and thought oh maybe I I, I I can sing just amazes me just makes me think come on man that's not fair like how can you be that good of a singer and not know it how does it take you that long to not realize maybe I should be singing instead of drumming I, I, I mean just <laughs> like I said the power and raw energy in his vocals and I've seen him live and the dude when he sings he's on stage going a million miles an hour he's doing his thing and he's just singing oh, it's, it's, it's something special to watch it's awesome man I guess we're on to my number two. Now, my number two has a very soft spot in my heart. It, he's the one that got me into music. Ah, actually. Serge Tankian. Yes. Exactly. Oh, thunder stolen it the other way. It is Serge Tankian from System of a Down. You guys need to hide your lists from each other. <laughs> but Serge Tankian, he's also a vocalist with huge amount of range. He can sing slow, fast, high, low. Um... I'm pretty sure everyone that's listening to this will have listened to Chop Suey. His work in that song is really amazing. Um, he's just an overall really talented This is 2019, vocalist. Garrett. We don't assume people's genre preference. Oh. <laughs> no, he is fantastic. He's, he's got such a solid... Um, such a solid sound to his voice. It's, it, he is definitely a great frontman as well. Um, my number two uh, might go without saying. It's really t- it's it's tough to pick another one for me, but it's Miles Kennedy from. He's an honorable mention. Honorable mention. Nice. <laughs> Did he make your list at all, Blake? 
Um, not surprisingly, no. Really close, yeah. Miles Kennedy. Let me just go off on him for just a second. Stamps alter ego. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) steps in and creates Alter Bridge to be what it is. On Alter Bridge's website, they're selling a signed Mark Tremonti guitar and a signed Miles Kennedy guitar. The Miles Kennedy guitar sold like that, and the Mark Tremonti one still hasn't sold as of yesterday. Miles Kennedy is Alter Bridge. That's what people come to see is his fantastic voice and his range. And I am blown away by this singer. Um, absolutely incredible. So he obviously, for obvious reasons, makes number two on my list. And he's an amazing a, 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 a singer. And one thing I want to give Alter Bridge credit for in, in general is just the massive support they have for each other as a band outside of Alter Bridge. And if you follow them on Facebook, you'll always, anytime one of their solo projects or side projects is doing something, the Alter Bridge page is always posting it. They're always, um, a, a, you know, promoting each other's side stuff and and it's just great to see that with the band (laughs) (laughs) i'm wearing a scotch tot shirt luke (laughs) (laughs) i got a pennywise shirt on (laughs) but yeah touching on miles kennedy i'm just really impressed with his vocal range he can go low like scott stampish low or really high i mean he just has such a good range Mm -hmm. Oh Such a goodness. good singer. Yeah. An amazing singer. Blake, what's your number two? All right, I'm going to kind of kill the testosterone in our list so far because my number two is actually Marilyn a Manson. female singer, oh, and that is Lacey Sturm, huh. formerly Lacey Mosley, until she got married. She's the original uh, lead singer of Flyleaf and oh. has since done her own so, uh, so, uh, solo work. And, and, you know, I just, I've always loved her voice. It's a, It's always had sort of this soothing quality to it and it's just been enjoyable and and you know i haven't had the opportunity to catch her live yet but it is on my list of things to do but just an amazing voice all all, all around really good screams I, I mean you don't hear women screaming that much in mainstream modern rock but but she manages to make it work but just i, I mean just a soothing voice and again a lot of emotion and it yeah. just speaks to me inside so awesome man before we mention our all-time favorite singers uh let's go ahead and give a few honorable mentions so we're just gonna rattle these off one after the other maybe take a moment to talk about them this is in no particular order but these would be probably top 10 however not quite top five we just picked two that were worth mentioning so garrett go ahead and give us your first honorable mention hey my first honorable mention we already touched on was miles kennedy once again just a really great vocal range he's an amazing singer yeah oh man can't get enough miles kennedy my first uh, honorable mention is getty lee from rush <laughs> uh he gets a lot of criticism for his voice a lot of people think he sounds like a little mouse but I think he's fantastic. Such a great range for having such a naturally high voice. He utilizes it in such a way, especially in the 70s, but also give him points for longevity. They just went on the R40 tour back in 2015. He killed it. Hit all the high notes on on all their big songs, Tom Sawyer and and Limelight and all those. Still doing it, you know, and and he's 70 years old, so Mm -hmm. uh, he's a good one. You got to give him credit for plugging along all this time. And he's (laughs) playing bass while he's singing, and he's not just playing bass, he's playing ridiculous bass like while he's singing. So, I mean, that's that's what it's Don't they they play some, like, weird... Tempos. Yeah, yeah all kinds of weird tempos. They're unusual. definitely prog rock for and he for sings, <laughs> And he sings over it. He's ridiculous. So yeah, it just just needed mentioning. So yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, my first 
honorable mention is gonna go to the almighty Jonathan Davis. Oh I mean, my, my other, I mean, my other honorable. Was mention. that your other honorable yeah. mention? <laughs> okay, just an amazing, amazing vocalist singer. Again, another one of those very emotional singers, but not fake emotion and and just. I, I just love the way he sings. The when way you say he fake writes. emotion, you're meaning something like a Beyonce type singer. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's like, something like, have like, you ever heard her sing on that Ed Sheeran perfect oh, song? Yeah. Yeah, something like that's fake emotion to me. Like, you could tell they're just singing. You could tell they're just singing that way because they think the song needs that or something, but they don't actually feel it. For example, it's a disturbing song, but in Daddy by Corn, when he's starts crying at the end you can just feel exactly the he's not afraid to let the emotion be there like garrett just said mm-hmm. in daddy by corn it, it is kind of a a disturbing song especially because of what he's singing about but it's something that happened to him it greatly affected him and then when he breaks down crying he he likes the real emotion he doesn't like the fake and, and, and i heard an interview where someone asked him uh, you know, this was before they recently started playing the song live again, and they asked him, why don't you play that song live anymore? And he flat out said, because if I played that song live, I'd have to fake the emotion, and I don't want to fake the emotion. And and, and that's what I love about him as a singer, is his ability to yeah. to yeah. not be afraid to go there. So he was your... Yeah, he was my mention? other honorable mention. Do you have anyone else off the top of your head that's um, worth mentioning as we've talked here? Scotch Stamp. Scotch well, um, he should be an honorable mention for uh, for the three of us. It's Scott Stapp. You're right. Enough said. I kind of had a half Mike honorable Rob. mention. I'm afraid to mention. He's not an official honorable mention. But I, I don't know if I should throw him out there. But. We have some time since mine and Garrett's were the same. So. Okay. Well, I, I, this is not my official one, but I wanted to mention Tim McGrath from Rise Against. Oh, okay. Rise okay. Yeah. He was a potential for mine. Yeah. So, he, wasn't, so. he wasn't an official one. My, my, my other official... Uh, mention was Adam Lazara from Taking Back, Back Sunday. Um, both combine his, his front man skills, swinging the mic and all the cool stuff, and he has a good way of utilizing the voice he was given and he just needed mentioning. So that's my other yeah. official. Adam Lazara from Taking Back Sunday. That's a that's a good mention. Um, my last honorable mention is Scooter Ward from the band Cold. And and they're not as well known as Ooh, they the were. Who the heck is that? Yes. No, just kidding. <laughs> exactly. I'm not surprised to hear people say that, but he just has a really unique uh, a voice, and just the way he sings. Again, a, a lot of emotion in there, and I just it it just again it speaks to me. Before we start our number ones, Blake, in honor of, of, of vocalists, will you please give us your Scott Stapp vocal impression? Just for fun. Any particular song you want to hear? Um, what's our favorite? I like What If. Okay. Yeah, let's do what I will if. attempt some What If here. Now, bear in mind, I haven't warmed up my vocals this morning, <laughs> so bear with me. <clears throat> what if? What if? What if? What if I... <laughs> What if I live? What if I for a night? That's such a great impression, man. Oh, that's great. I had to kick it off with that. So, um, Garrett, let's. It is now time for you to mention your number one. My number one is none other than the holy Chad Kroger. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, for those of you that didn't hear that, we're actually going to kick Garrett out and he's never allowed back. 
We're going to take him out back and rough him up a bit, oh. teach him a lesson. My real number one, he, he might not be technically the best singer, but he's my musical idol for some reason. Tom DeLonge from, oh, well, nice. he was in Blink-182, oh. Angels and Airwaves. The almighty surge didn't make your list, huh? I mean, he was wow. number two. I'm nervous but, that Blake and I have the same yeah. number one. I'm a little nervous. We probably don't, but I'm going to okay. steal your thunder. Oh, man, you can steal you my thunder. You need your thunder stole. Right. Yeah, I haven't had my thunder stole, so I'm going to set it up real good so I can be still good. Um, let's let Garrett finish. Uh, did you oh, finish yours? Yeah, yeah, please, don't. I, I was just going to say he's a catchy vocalist. Um, oh, yeah. His music he writes is really catchy, too. I, he, In my eyes and opinion, he is a musical genius in that he writes such catchy stuff that everybody seems to like his stuff, no matter what his voice is like and Absolutely. I mean, he inspired a generation. Mm-hmm. Um, all like Simple Plan and all those bands that came mm-hmm. from that. The mm-hmm. 2000 Revolution. Yeah, there all was time all low. Blink. Yeah, all time low. Boys like girls. All that stuff was inspired by Blake. So, um, all right. All right. My number one. Let me steal your thunder, is... Luke. Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. It's Chris Cornell. You know it. Chris Cornell, Blake, you know me well. Chris Cornell, Thunderstolen, awesome vocalist. I can't even know where to begin with this guy. Just such a, a four-octave range, first of all. the He has the raspy quality, however, it's so pure and clean at the same time. Hard to explain. Go listen to Chris Cornell. Any of his songs, that's my number one. And listen to Jesus why. Christ Pose. You mean the- But look it up on YouTube. You can find it without the instrumentals. It's just his vocals. It will blow your mind. I, I, I will say that. It's incredible. He's, and he's believe it or so not, good. my number one is actually the guy that often rivals Chris Cornell for one of the greatest vocals. I don't want to say your thunder, but I think I know who it is. I, I think you do. I'll cut it if I'm wrong. So, uh... All right, since I stole your thunder, I'll let you right, steal mine. And I could be wrong. I'm not 100%, but I'm going to... No, Blake's number one is Eddie Vedder. No. Oh! No. Man! Garrett was correct. It's actually Lane Staley. <laughs> Lane Staley. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> so so we can kind of touch on... And on for those who don't together. know who Lane Staley is... He, he's the original singer for... Alice in Chains, and just an amazing, amazing vocalist. And half the reason I choose him over Chris Cornell, because there's a lot of debate in the grunge world for for those that still follow it, which I still do religiously. Um, Lane Stanley and Chris Cornell are, are, are often compared. They both had really unique varying vocal ranges and stuff like that. But one of the reasons I go Lane Staley over Chris Cornell is just... When Lane Staley sang, he had more of a bluesy rasp kind of mixed in with... He didn't have quite as wide a, a range as Chris Cornell, I will say that, but but he, he had more of this bluesy rasp. And, and the way I've always looked at it is Chris Cornell was probably the more technical, ju- just outright technicality in terms of hitting those notes, hitting those vocal ranges, whereas Lane Staley was, again, more the emotional side of... Pretty much the same, maybe like an octave or two, two less than Chris Cornell, mm-hmm. but uh, but just a lot more emotion to put him on on, on the same level. And so it's probably, uh, hang on, I think it's it's still going. And so that's why I I, I go Lane Staley, just amazing, amazing. And I'm gonna cite some references here for, for those of you that want to see just how amazing his 
his vocals were live too. These are going to be live references. Look up Love Hate Love Live. Listen to that. And look up Nutshell Live from the Unplugged Alice in Chains. I mean, you just listen to those. And they're two very different vocal performances. One's just this really brooding rock. Uh, you know, just hits you. He just goes for it. It's it's just amazing. And the other one's softer, more acoustic, but just very beautifully done. So much emotion. And it's often been considered one of the greatest live acoustic performances of all time. And Nutshell is considered one of the best sad songs of, of all time. But just an amazing performance and just an amazing singer. And I wish he was still here today so that I could have the opportunity to catch him live. But... Again, just amazing. I, I can't say enough about his vocals. He's my favorite and probably always will be. So cool. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show today. This was so much fun. Um, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Be sure to uh, shoot us an email or, or comment on our podcast. And uh, we hope to hear from you soon. All right. We'll see you later. I got a box in my room full of wishes and cash. I'd like to travel to an island as I'm breathing my last. Gotta get to Italy, Sicily, Naples, and Rome. The Vatican, where I can't say Peter to the Pope. Monaco and Dora, the fauna and the flora. Sri Lanka is growing on me, plasma diaphora. Pickens, I'm slipping, I'm dimming the switches, I'm checking the light, and I know I've arrived, cause I'm.